Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm George. And I'm Amanda. George and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 31 for George and season 27 for me. And this is the ultimate day of season 99. The first question asks us for a, quote, certain municipal sobriquet and tells us that it was used for the now San Francisco Giants, the then New York Titans, and the current NWSL champions. And really, it's that third one uh, that got this one for me because I knew that I initially was thinking of Las Vegas, but I knew that was basketball. Mm -hmm. And so I then remembered, oh, wait. The National Women's Soccer Champions this year were from New York, mm. New York City specifically. And, uh, you know, canonically, New York City is known as Gotham in lots of different uh, intellectual properties, let's say. So um, I was pretty sure that either that was it or I was never going to get it. Um, but I knew that they were something like New York City, Gotham FC or some other mm. rearrangement of those, wor those words. Um, and so I put down... Gotham, thinking that was kind of the only word that, you know, fits into municipal sobriquet. I, um, you know, I guess it could, if, for, if it was Detroit, it'd be something like the D perhaps, or uh, something like that. But I don't think that's in a team name or popular enough to, you know, I couldn't think of any other um, words like that mm. for, that would apply to team names. So I put down Gotham, long story short. See, I, I didn't get the uh, that it was specifically about that municipality. Oh. I knew these were all New York. The, that San Francisco Giants used to be, uh, I believe, it wasn't Brooklyn, but I, okay. anyway, uh, a New York team. Um, the, the Titans, now the Jets, obviously are a New York team. Mm -hmm. And so I figured that presumably the NWSL champs were from New York, but I didn't know that that was what they were going for i figured they were going for like the the team name oh like you know they they were the, the titans they were going to change to something else rather than the jets so i figured okay well it must be something that has to do with the fact that they are in the biggest city in the country i briefly thought knickerbockers that's oh. new york specific uh -huh. but uh i rejected that in because well there is a new york knickerbocker team Right. Uh, so there, there probably would have been some kind of allusion to that. Uh, so I figured maybe it's like the Metropolitans. Oh. Um, kind of uh, figuring that maybe they were, maybe that was also the Mets, and that was what they were ignoring this time uh, in this question. Ah. Uh, and that's what, uh, but it just, that was all I could really come up with because I wasn't thinking, oh, it's the, they're, they're actually referring to the location rather than the nickname. Huh. So I said Metropolitans. Gotham was the correct answer. Well done. Uh, question two asks us to identify one of the two big-budget Hollywood films released this spring and summer that feature a car driving down the Spanish steps. So I knew one of these was the Mission Impossible movie. Mm -hmm. uh, but I didn't know the subtitle, so I tried thinking of one of the other ones. And just nothing was coming to mind. I was thinking maybe it was a superhero movie. Like, there were, was there a Spider-Man where he was in Europe? Mm. And I was like, yeah, there was, but that was like last year. So was it the uh. new Spider? Was it the Across the Spider-Verse? Hmm. Uh, would that have been a thing? I feel like probably not, but who knows? I haven't seen it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't decide that that was remotely correct, and that was all I could really think of as far as big budget movies of this summer, because those are not things that we typically go to see, especially in these pandemic years. Mm. Um, so I. For, I, I tried thinking of what was what was the new Mission Impossible. It's not Ghost Protocol. It's not Rogue Nation. Those are both old ones. What's the new one? I know it's part one of something, but oh wow, what's the subtitle? I don't know. I can't think of it. I'm just gonna say Mission Impossible and hope I get a mercy point. <laughs> um, yeah, I um, waffled between a few different things on this one. I thought you know there might be there might have been a Mission Impossible movie out there, but I couldn't remember if that was actually the case or if I was thinking a different year because there's been several of them. Um, and in a similar vein, I thought about the Fast and the Furious movies because obviously a car doing something, you know, wild in a car chase fits right in with everything that goes on in those. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kept wavering between like, I think there was a Fast X or was it Furious X or... Because I know they're on like they're it's like the tenth installment of these movies now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, is that this year? Was that last year? Is it upcoming? I don't know. I can't you know seem to nail that down very well. Um, and so then I thought, well, if we're talking about massive budget movies, that makes me think of like Marvel and superhero kind of movies. Um, so I thought you know Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. That sounds like the kind of wacky thing that they would do mm. in a chase. Sure. Um, and I haven't seen that movie. And, you know, that that's part of the problem is that I knew I hadn't seen whatever mm. movie this was. Because, right. as you said, we don't go to that many movies and especially not kind of the biggest of the big blockbusters, you know, or tend to tend to go a little quirkier than that. Um, but uh, but, yeah, it it just kind of didn't, you know, like because I couldn't land on the fast and the furious installment of the series i thought okay then i'll go with ant-man and the wasp quantumania as that whole phrase because i wasn't sure how much of it you would need to put down for credit for that specific film title so reasonable that's what i put one of them was mission impossible dead reckoning part one which is the new one Uh, and the other was fast x dang it and this is not my joke, but I'll cheerfully steal it. They really missed a trick by not calling it Fast 10, Your Seatbelt. <laughs> well, that cheers me up slightly. Question three asks us for a sweet stone fruit that is very popular in India. And gives us many details about that. Right, and is the national fruit of India. Um, and so, thinking of stone fruits, I didn't think it would probably be one of the ones that was more popular here in the U.S. Like, I didn't think, I actually didn't think of plums, but I didn't think peaches or cherries. Um, and I, you know, kind of my mind wandered over to mangoes. And I thought, yeah, I think that sounds right. Because, you know, India's got a lot of very tropical and subtropical areas. And um, I know that there is a lot of mango that gets put in things. Like one of the things they didn't mention here is like a mango lassi is one of the classic yogurt-based lassi drinks that is, you know, a popular flavor there. Um, but I thought, yeah, it gets, it goes into sorbets a lot. It, I could see it going into curries and chutneys uh, especially. And so I thought, 
Yeah, I think that sounds like the right thing. Mango's got a big old pit in the middle of it there, so let's go with mango. Uh, yeah, I didn't really know this per se, uh, so I just kind of had to think, okay, what kind of chutneys do I know about? And I mm. sort of let that bounce around in my head. Something chutney, some kind of chutney. Quince chutney, pear chutney. Uh, what are other sweet stone fruits that I know of? Peach chutney. Maybe. I'll come back to that. What other sweet fruits do I know? Because I don't know what all stone fruits are. <laughs> chutney. Mango chutney. Mango chutney. Mango. That sounds right. Is it a stone fruit? I have no idea. It's sweet. Uh, it's in a lot of things. I feel like India, something in my head is saying that, yeah, it's big in India. So, uh, yeah, is that the the kind of uh, environment that it can grow in present in India. India has a lot of different environments. I think one of them is a place where a mango could grow, sort of a tropical-ish. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'll go with mango. Well done. That was the correct answer. Yeah. I think I did read an article specifically about mangoes in India, noting that there are lots of varieties. Okay. Um, and that's part of why it's national fruit is this just... A different mango for every you know region mm -hmm. or sub-region uh, in the country mm -hmm. so. and i may have subliminally remembered the hurikundabolu bit ah. about mangoes a friend of ours uh, specifically cited that right. as a thing that he remembered mm -hmm. uh, or at least some some comic he thought it was british but he thinks it might have been hurry instead and i i i uh, watched it while we were discussing that and yeah I, i've definitely seen that bit he talks about ah. it you know you people like mangoes. Indian uh -huh. people love mangoes. We will sit in a circle and just eat mangoes <laughs> for hours at a time. If we don't have mangoes, we'll sit in the same circle and just reminisce about great mangoes we've had. <laughs> sure. So I I didn't think of that consciously, but it may well have been back in in, uh, in some synapse somewhere and fired correctly. <laughs> so thanks, Harry. Good job, Brains. Uh, question four asks us to uh, say what language Denver Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy um, sounds uh, is the <laughs> phrase managed Thursday. Um, it's it's kind of hard to rephrase this question, I guess. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, so, yeah. What language, if you translated his name, would it be sort of like managed Thursday in English? Uh, I first read this as mangled Thursday. And... <laughs> Didn't really hurt anything. Um, but yeah, the so I, I had to hit the last name, Judy. Mm -hmm. Judy. And I thought that kind of sounds like, I think, Thursday in French. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I'm more, I, I feel like the Mercredi, Mer Mercedi, something like that, is Wednesday. Mercredi. It's Wednesday. I was trying to think if I can actually remember the, name, the, the word for Thursday. I couldn't, but for some reason that sounded right. Uh, managed, I had no idea, but I just, you know, tried to, I, I put on my ha ha ha, Maurice Chevalier, horrible stereotype French accent and just, you know, tried to say, Jolie Jude, Jolie Jude, a bunch <laughs> of times. And just that didn't sound worse than anything else. Like it definitely didn't sound like a Spanish phrase or uh, even Italian, uh, definitely not Germanic. So I just kept coming back to, I guess it's French as much <laughs> as you can pin this sort of thing down. 
even though there's a lot of languages that sound a lot like French, um, and probably a lot of offshoots of it and Creoles that should also be accepted for this, but all right, I'll just say French. Yeah, I, um, I had a similar train of thought, and in particular, um, I had to kind of differentiate, like, do I remember the days of the week in Spanish? Um, and in particular, Thursday, I couldn't pin down. I could get lunes, martes, miércoles, something, something, sabado, domingo. And, you know, so that was super helpful, like, you know, not being able to think of the actual word for Thursday, which I just looked up because I needed to um, let that synapse go in my brain, which is jueves. Um, but what I did remember, at least, is that many of those days of the week end in ace rather than any anything like uh, Judy mm -hmm. would sound like. So I thought, okay, yeah, I I think it's probably French, but this whole sounds similar to um, sort of vagary. I didn't kind of appreciate just because the name Jerry with that hard J in front doesn't sound like any French that I can imagine or think of. All the French names I know are Jacques or Jean. They're the je sound. And I doubt this guy's name is pronounced Jerry. So I was a little bit like, I, I have a feeling that's going to uh, excite some uh, annoyance uh, amongst the learned populace. Um, but the Judy part, I couldn't get around. I really felt that that was too much like that. what I think Thursday in French is to be, um, uh, for it to be anything else. Like it, the, the Jerry part, I was like, I don't know what managed would be, so I got to rely on the Thursday part. And that, at least, um, I figured with the way the name is spelled, J-E-U-D-Y, uh, sounded like it probably is Judy or uh, something that sounds French-ish. So I also, long story short, went with French. And that was correct. Phew. I, I bet there's going to be a lot of discussion of that one. I think perhaps, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Question five asks us for the nickname of Joaquin Guzman of Sinaloa, Mexico. Right, and it's the Sinaloa that kind of clinched this one for me because when I saw the name I was like is that possible first well first I thought of is um uh, AMLO the current mm. president did he have a different name previously and I'm like no I'm pretty sure that's sort of an acronym for his actual name yes. Lopez Obrador mm -hmm. um and so then I was like could this possibly be El Chapo and it took me a while to kind of you know justify it by recalling that Sinaloa is the cartel that El Chapo was uh, the head of. Um, and I thought, is 1957 the right birth date for him? Yeah, sounds about right. Um, and who else, you know, <laughs> what's interesting to me is that Joaquin Guzman is not an uncommon enough name that I think he was the only one in Sinaloa, Mexico, uh, <laughs> mm. like, in April 1957 is probably necessary to pin that to him specifically. Um, but I mean, who knows? There could have been another one 
And he was named something totally else. Sure. Nicknamed, you know, uh, I don't know what. Anyway, El Chapo was the only thing that came to mind as someone whose nickname I would know and be prominent enough in, you know, kind of like the news, I guess, um, in order to uh, come into my consciousness for trivia purposes. So I put down El Chapo. I would swear that this was a almost exactly worded question in some other trivia thing. Uh, I don't know if it was Jeopardy or hmm. school trivia or somewhere else very recently. Okay. Um, so it was very much on my mind that Joaquin Guzman was El Chapo. Okay. That's just, the the rest of it just kind of pinned it down like, yeah, Sinaloa, that sounds about right. Uh, April 57. So yeah, he would have been like, he was arrested within the last few years. Like I, feel like during the previous presidential administration maybe something um, like that so yeah he would have been like 60 ish when that happened okay mm -hmm, mm -hmm. sounds about right so yeah all right this is el chapo and that was the correct answer uh i was a i i did have the idea that somehow he was a little bit younger than this but you know what do i know i haven't read up on the guy sure. i just know that he exists and inspired a podcast name uh, question six uh, asks us, what was the phrase that Samuel Morse transmitted by telegraph when demonstrating the invention to the U.S. Congress? Uh, so I don't know Morse code, but I know a few letters of Morse code. Uh, one of them is that H is four dots. Okay. Don't know why I know that one. Uh, and I know that T is one dash. Mm-hmm. Uh, it being one of the most common uh, letters and therefore needs to be short. Sure. So with that, I was able to put to piece together that this is something H, something T, H, something T, something. What? How? Did... Oh, this is what hath God wrought. Okay, got mm -hmm. it. I knew that that was a thing that Morse had done early mm -hmm. in the process. I did not realize it was <coughs> demonstrating it to Congress. I thought it was just yeah. like, the first message that got transmitted uh -huh. in, in the same way that, you know, Watson, come here, I want you, was the first uh, telephone uh, message right. or transmission. Uh, so, yeah, once I had that, I was able to kind of check the other ones. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, O is three dashes. That's right. SOS is dot, 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 dash, 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 dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. So, okay, that, that fits into rot. Yeah, and God. Okay, got it. Yeah. What hath God wrought? Yeah, I had uh, kind of the opposite direction of figuring this out in the sense that I, when I just kind of glanced over the question, I thought, is this that thing where it's what hath God wrought? And I <laughs> uh, went back looking at the dots and dashes and looking for the patterns of like, is the second word have the, f the same first and last letter? Is it is that letter the same as the second letter, the first word? And on through kind of just establishing like I that at least the the cipher of it, because I don't, you know, know Morse code except for like SOS, I guess, if I had paused to think about that. Um, you know, I just kind of went through and went, okay, these symbols appear in the right place for this letter. And, you know, this symbol is the same in the third and fourth words for, you know, in the right place for the vowels, etc. So um, once I kind of um parse that all out for myself i also put down what hath god wrought that was correct indeed well done 
Thank you. So you had five. I did. Good job. Talk yourself out of a beer. I know. Yeah, that was, I was sort of irked about that, but I also couldn't, even if I had narrowed it down to the Fast and, well, I had narrowed it down to the Fast and Furious, (laughs) but I couldn't decide between Fast X and Furious X. Mm. So I could have easily coin flipped that uh, wrong as well. So, oh well. Not a bad end to the season, though. Yeah. I had four. Okay. Didn't really matter. I was safe from relegation as well. Same, yeah. Uh, we both were, thankfully. Uh, five points out of the red. So, no, yep. no way, even if we forfeited today, were we going to, to drop. Which is nice. It's good to stay in A. Even yeah. if it's hard as hell. <laughs> it, I don't know what has shifted that it's um, just gotten a little more stable for me particularly mm-hmm. um but i appreciate that fact that either i'm in the groove with it or perhaps the questions are being a little more um you know well-rounded is the wrong phrase but like a little expansive more beyond <laughs> the the traditional yeah. topics that are more uh, male-centric and mm-hmm. that kind of thing well, thorson's been saying for a couple of years now that he's intentionally trying to get out of kind of the basic and you know perhaps not coincidentally uh white male centric mm-hmm. bounds of trivia right yeah um and so yeah i think that seeing some of that here of course with the the uh mango flavor in mm-hmm. the indian question and um yeah the, i think the one that, that's most recently yeah. pegged on a women's soccer right the championship there yeah um so yeah that is that is appreciated but i think i've also kind of learned a little more about how to well clearly i've learned more about how to play learned league as a game um as well as you know expanded my awareness a little bit of some Mm -hmm. areas and categories that that needed it Mm -hmm. because i do want to be more aware of even things like sports you Mm -hmm. know just kind of to feel like i'm in the, the the stream of the world as time goes by. Doing the world all seems to have helped you. Oh yeah. That's I, I really recommend that just because it kind of even well, there's a chance to just read a tidbit of the Wikipedia article at mm-hmm. the end of every each each day of that, but also it just kinda of keeps the the names and the relative geographic positions of countries in your consciousness a little more. Mm-hmm. Um and so you have a, a shot at, you know, at least a guess um, that, that sounds plausible on a lot of geographical stuff. And sometimes you learn about, you know, um, learning the capital of a country that you didn't realize. Like today yeah. we were uh, watching Jeopardy again <laughs> for the second time in a while. And um, there was a question about uh, Maltese dogs but noted that the capital is Valletta, mm-hmm. um, which I think I learned about maybe yesterday on Worldle. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it kind of, all that stuff reinforces your knowledge. Yep. Well, that's it for this year. Yeah. Um, tune in, I guess I think in February is the next yes. round for uh, season 100. Yes. Yay. Big triple digits. <laughs> Uh, until then, uh, I, we may be, uh, doing the mini leagues and kind of commenting on them on blue sky. So follow us there at learned lag with all the vowels and remember 
Don't forfeit. Don't cheat.